was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. The droids are clean, the vaporizers are patched, and the speeders fueled. It's time to pick up some blue milk and power converters. You're listening to Toshi Station Radio, brought to you by the Majestic Giraffe Network. Now here are your hosts for the Snarkist Podcast in Star Wars and Geek Culture, Brian and Nancy. Washington, D.C. at the lovely Lombardi Hotel. It's Tashi Station Radio, on location, kind of. Uh, with me, as always, is my co-host and wife, Nancy. Hi. And we have Bria. Hey, everyone. And from 1138J. Hello. So we are all in person. We are all in person. I can see you. <laughs> so if anything goes wrong, this time I can't blame Skype. No, you can't. Yes, why are we here, Nancy? Um, well, specifically in Washington, D.C., or just for the podcast? I mean, we can talk about both. Oh, well, we came here for a wedding. And then it just happened to be the weekend that Rebels was premiering, so we decided since we were all going to hang out together anyway, we might as well do what Star Wars bloggers do and record a podcast. It's how we roll. It is how we roll. So, yes, Rebels was yesterday. Yes. Season three premiere. Season three premiere, which means Thrawn, Thrawn is officially back in the picture. Yes, the canon. So should we all just go around the horn and initial reactions, and then we can get into the nitty gritty? To the episode or to Thrawn? To the episode. I mean, which will specifically mostly be Thrawn for all of us. Probably. <laughs> I enjoyed how blue he was. <laughs> he was indeed very blue. He was blue. Did he blue himself? Daba D. Dabadai. <laughs> <laughs> that was well. That was a complaint people had was that he was too. Yeah, he wasn't dark enough. That's which is painful. rare for Star Wars, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow, we didn't go there. Jay went there. Everyone. Oh boy. <laughs> so yeah, I liked the episode. I really loved how they introduced Thrawn, and I'm really excited about season three as a whole because I, I'm. Liking that they're getting more towards A New Hope and getting into the whole Imperial mil- military and not just Jedi Force stuff, which I like. You know, there's nothing wrong with it, but I do love seeing w- getting close to the period we know. I thought it was a good episode. It wasn't didn't have quite the same emotional impact as the season two premiere or finale. Yeah. But I mean, that would have been tricky to live up to. But I really, I really like what they did. And I thought it was a really good first of Thrawn. Yeah, I liked that they didn't just throw him in like they did with Vader, where he, they just introduced him a little bit. And it's obvious he's going to be sticking around and having a bigger role. And the rebels don't know that he's there no. yet. I, yeah. I like that in fact that it was different from Siege of Lothal because I think we needed that episode because the first season seemed way too easy. They were getting you know too many, too many successes and Vader showed up and made everything real but by season three now we've seen them go through some hard intense stuff at the end of last season and they needed mm-hmm. room for that plot line to breathe, to breathe. Let us see how the things in the finale developed and so Thrawn showing up and being more subtle and extended was a, the a better way to use him, honestly. Yep. Would you say that things got blindingly bad in the last episode? Oh. Wow. Sorry. You you outpunned Jay. You're upping the ante here. This isn't going to end well for any of us, Bria. (laughs) That's the point. (laughs) Yeah. Brian, what about you? I 
Yeah, it didn't have the same emotional punch of the season two premiere, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, I, I, I'm kind of looking at season three as sort of a let's clean the slate season. Yeah. So it kind of needed to be sort of a soft, a soft reboot on how the show is, is working from here on out. So it, to that degree, I think it did quite well at that. I liked that there was definitely consequences from the season, uh, premiere or finale twilight twilight of the apprentice i could spot too sorry kanan's eyes i see what you did there <laughs> this was a terrible idea this is an amazing idea but yeah no i love kanan you i mean it's obviously kanan separated himself from the group and ezra is being ezra and you know, Showing it, a lack of vision. Yeah. Oh. We need to. Was it me? We need to put a moratorium on Kanan's eyes puns. We don't. Ahsoka put, is put still them on ice. <laughs> Ahsoka is still Schrodinger's to so. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um. The episode. I was actually surprised with how much the episode was about. Um. That mission with Ezra and Zeb and Sabine. And I liked that Rex went along with them and, you know, Chopper was being Chopper. But I I, I was like, why is Hera not going along with them? Like, why are they going by themselves? (laughs) And why is Ezra in charge? Yeah, I think that was a big question. Well, I feel like Hera not going sort of, it sort of makes sense as much as I hate to not see her out there because we've seen her taking more and more of a leadership role within the cell, the Alliance cell, and leadership means you don't get to go with the away team as often. True. But I don't understand why Rex wasn't in charge. Yeah, like, he's he has the most experience out of all of them, I would yeah. think, either or, him or Zeb. Or Zeb as yeah. the Royal Guard or Sabine as the Academy graduate. Basically, anyone but Ezra should have been in charge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you wanted to go with the youth movement because this is a children's show, then put Sabine in charge. Yeah. Or Sabine Rex. Would, Sabine Rex would be great. is a big damn hero. He is. Like, we know how badass he was in that episode, like, when they were there at the... Um, Rex don't like droids. <laughs> Clankers. Oh, he's just like, I'm going to go Clankers. outside now and shoot these things off. Pew, pew, pew. I'm going to yeah. go wedge this thing and then go. Yeah. Um, I, but I liked their mission of whole trying to get ships. And it it's very fitting with the time period of the rebellion. Although I was thinking like, oh, Y-wings. Blech. I love that they all made fun of the Y-wings, yeah. though, for being yeah. so terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But they were for whose fleet? General Dodonna's fleet. That made me flail. Same. I love squeeing. I, I, like I said, I love that we're getting closer to the new, to the A New Hope time frame, and we're going to see, like, General Dodonna, and I hope we see, like, we need to get Mon Mothma in here somewhere. Yeah. We need more bail. So much more bail. Yeah. I will... Give okay, I will give a pinky if we can get <laughs> Brian wow. Organa. And you have three witnesses to that promise wow. now. Maybe. And well, I, I hope need it. And I hope we get more Leia too, because I'm glad she was on the show, but I didn't really care for the episode that she was in, and I feel like, you know, she deserves a better role because she's awesome. If we see Leia, I wanna see her in an episode where she doesn't interact with Ezra or Kanan because I yeah. feel like we're yes. already yeah. most things we're already pushing the edge of her knowing things but not 
telling Luke. Yeah. So you'd be like, oh, you know the Force too? Uh, I, there was this guy, Kanan, and he had an apprentice, Ezra, you know. And especially if they end up surviving Rebels. Yeah. You know, it would be like, hey, why don't you go find those guys? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the the Rebels themselves, you know, I liked their mission. I wasn't too pleased with Ezra being in charge. I did like that there was consequences for it at the end. And he got promoted and then demoted demoted mm-hmm. like right away um there was an argument i was talking to people about you know the rank lieutenant commander and how they're addressing him like does it matter he just got demoted so nobody cares he wasn't a lieutenant commander for more than five minutes yeah rebellion ranks are dumb anyway they don't make I mean, they any made sense Le- whatsoever they made lando a, ge- a general after two minutes so you know whatever and han yeah i don't know like what you did it to now but it wasn't worth the rank of that's general that's what we need to see on rebels yeah that maneuver mm-hmm. what kind of maneuver was bottom. that yeah it's yeah. a little maneuver. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Maybe he defe- defeats Thrawn, and that's why he's you know so famous. <laughs> Maybe so mole yeah. miners. So yeah, Thrawn. What do we think? Of- I think we're all very happy with. I was Thrawn. I was yeah. actually happy he wasn't used so much in this first episode. Yeah, that uh, they are leaving a lot of room for his importance to grow uh, as the season goes on. But that also means there's not quite as much to say though. Because, I mean, I know, I don't know about you guys, but I full out flailed. Like, there's a reaction video on the internet oh, somewhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, my Me friends too. just, like, slapping at each other and um, and shrieking a little bit. But, I mean, I thought it was, a, it was a good first appearance, but I don't I don't really have much else to say besides what we've already all said. Well, I have to say that, you know, when I first heard the voice in the trailer, I was, like, kind of iffy about it. I wasn't sure how it worked out. But hearing it in actual conversations both in the, the clips we've had released and this episode really sells me on the voice like it's very quiet and menacing and the the delivery of Thrawn is great like he's very patient and the whole thing about him mm-hmm. seeing the bigger picture like that is not the rebel fleet is like my favorite line of the whole episode mm. I love it yeah I yeah that was really cool and very Thrawn I like that he was so deliberate I want to see him just lose it because he's so calm, you know that if yeah. he ever loses his temper, it's gonna be scary as hell. <laughs> That's gotta be something we have what a twenty-two episode season. Yeah, yeah, another episode 22. eighteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, episode 18, he's yeah. gonna blow up, and it's gonna be scary. Yeah, I, I still want Hera to kick him. I mean, <sighs> she might. That'll make him lose it. Maybe. <laughs> I'm so worried. Oh, I'm so worried about that. Oh, yeah, when they're together. Oh, yeah, I um, I. I really liked what they did with Thrawn, but I and I liked that they introduced him and didn't make it seem like someone you should know. Yeah. Like, it was just, he is, you know, they're talking, you know, Price says she needs someone else to help, and he said he'll give you the seventh fleet, and that's, you know, I want to know more about that. And then... You know, they're talking all around the table and all of a sudden Thrawn just comes in and they're like, Grand Admiral Thrawn. And so it's very much like they didn't just throw down exposition like, this is what you need to know about Grand Admiral Thrawn. It was just done very well. Poor Constantine Grand Admiral. And <laughs> at the end of the episode, I don't understand. And Price is like, I know you don't. Yes. Our so that's why. I know you don't, sweetie. Our poor I little know. dumb. <laughs> As far as exposition goes, though, I really liked Callus's line mm-hmm. about how there are more civilian casualties. Yes. yes. I thought that said a lot. That is a very subtle way to 
say, yeah, this Thrawn guy, ruthless. Yeah, I think someone was saying, I can't remember who it was on Twitter, but was saying that it might also be saying, saying something more about Callus yes. and how, like, that last episode we saw him in, we were yeah. seeing more and more of a change, which was yeah. interesting. Yeah, that he, you know, sowing the seeds of yeah discontent. Yeah, and it's so good to see Thrawn not whitewashed, because one of the things I had trouble with with the EU, and this happens a lot with the fa- fans of Thrawn, and I'm one of them, but we have a tendency of making Thrawn as this heroic guy, <laughs> not like other Imperials, but no, Thrawn no. is a villain <laughs> through and through, and I like the fact that they said, you know, he, he's super efficient, but yeah, he doesn't care about civilian casualties, he gets the job that's, done. That is Thrawn. That's ironic coming from you, Jay. Yeah, really. <laughs> Look, I, I, I don't do the in-character thing on podcasts, okay? <laughs> He, he did, that's for Twitter. He ditches Space Colbert when he's on a podcast. <laughs> Space Colbert. <laughs> but speaking of civilian casualties, or not like civilian casualties, but like not caring about casualties, can we segue into Ezra? Yeah. I didn't watch any of the previews. Like I, I turned and I ran the other way from all of them. So that moment with the ATST where he just takes it over, Good I was like, what Lord. the hell are you doing, Space Sun? He went yeah. all bloodbender on that and it was yeesh. I was like I the whole time I was like uh Kanan I know you can't see right now but you should be able to figure out something bad is happening with Ezra. I like how freaked out even Zeb and yeah. like yeah. this doesn't like, look okay to us. When and then when did Kanan teach you to do that? He didn't. I'm like uh hi this is when you go and you know hey Kanan uh I think Ezra is being a little weird snapped out of it talk with him yeah and And then sorry go ahead i was just saying when he came in the room and like the holocron is right there they kept trying to push it away and i was like dude if he does not realize that it's there i was i was really glad that kanan yeah took it but what i want to know is what did ezra do to open it yeah because clearly he keeps doing dark side stuff to open it and i don't I can't remember if there's necessarily anything that happened in Twilight of the Apprentice that he did to open it. I, they, just it showed, the they just showed him opening yeah, it. Yeah, and his yeah. eyes were glowing, you know, but it was the reflection of the holocron, but it was very, like... I think they were angry eyes. So yeah. yeah, kind of left up to viewer interpretation. Yeah. I mean, clearly this is not the first dark side and, action he's been doing. And judging from what we saw just in the trailer for season three oh, and some of the clips, obviously it comes back. Yeah. yeah. You know. Because we, you know, they got Kanan gave it to the Bendu, mm-hmm. and then you're left to assume it's gonna be gone. But no, it's oh, it's it's coming back somehow. <laughs> yeah, I was, I think I wrote down in my notes actually. Oh yeah, I don't believe for a second that the holocron is out of the picture. No, yeah. literally no. the last thing I wrote. <laughs> That's gonna be the returning MacGuffin all season. Yeah, I saw someone say that. Um, so I guess you know, like segueing to the whole the Bendu character, which I thought was really cool and i loved his voice Sidebar, yeah tom baker was so good yes that someone had meant someone had speculated that perhaps maul will also go to the bendu and he get that's how and he gets Ooh. the holocron back somehow which i was like huh that would be interesting yeah, they have a philosophical learning moment maybe too yeah and Maul's like, yeah sure of course i've learned your philosophy just give me back the holocron thanks <laughs> yeah right <laughs> also i think that was the first time we've heard them say the uh ashla and bogan and Canada. yeah right. well i think they mentioned it in um uh the the one with zeb legends of Lasat. yes yes the lasat said ashla is their name for the force yeah oh was that's it, right but have they mentioned bogan i don't Not know bogan. if they no. had yeah 
which is a very old, old idea. It's neat so, to see. Yeah. I like that they're bringing like stuff like that back into canon, you know, that yeah. has been around for a while. I'm waiting for them to just do the wills. <laughs> That's why I'm like, you know, normally whenever we get gray anything, I'm just really leery because I don't like the idea of balance, meaning balance between good and evil, because you, you would think balance means good. But the way that they're approaching Ashlyn, Bogan, and bringing older Force traditions means I think they're going to go for something more interesting than the typical gray that we, we would see mm-hmm. before. So I'm really interested to see how that works out. And I'm usually not a big fan of like the Force mysticism episodes. I wasn't a huge fan of Mortis, but I liked <laughs> I liked the way they used they used the the Bendu and you know that it was you know even if it wasn't like they they could have pulled it off as just a a vision Kanan had or something. But it, the important thing was it was for Kanan to learn and. That's yeah. what I like. I like when they have like a, a person has to learn a lesson and not just we're going to do weird shit to be weird. And he'll be back. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. There's no way he's not coming Definitely. back. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like Ezra's going to go come, going to go have a chat with him, and it might actually be Ezra and not Maul mm-hmm. who gets oh. the hologram back. True. That would be. A, I, I want to know. I, I they need to tell us who the voice is Revan. in the hologram. <laughs> it's Revan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I my hope. spidey sense things. When, when 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 Dave Filoni said last season, oh, you know, I have an idea for him, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. So I'll wait till later. And knowing all the Kotor references in that episode, it just made me it's think. It's so Revan. Revan. Yeah, I mean, it has to be someone w- associated with Kotor in general. I will do Neymar's Dance of Joy. <laughs> if it is, if it is Revan. Numfar, do the Dance of Joy. That was it, Numfar. Sorry, suck. <laughs> <laughs> the dude with the end name. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I liked I liked that whole idea. I, I do think he's going to be back because it would just it went by very quickly. I do yeah. love the moment when Hera came on the ship. She's like, "Kanan, you're back. Now kiss." Yeah, seriously, wouldn't have killed them. <laughs> Henry Gilroy pl- promised us. Stay tuned for season. And it was three. probably a long hyperspace flight. So. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Tired of subtext. Just give us text. I was really one of the things I really liked was seeing the mining guild. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we've seen them really. We saw them in the Space Whale episode. Yeah. Oh, we did? Yeah, because okay. I Americanized those ties. Right. Well, sort of ties. Uglies. Yeah. yeah. Super ugly. But I like seeing like the different areas. It's not the Empire or the Rebellion. You know. I hope they had a hyperspace toll. I'm like, that's just. I know, it's right? A hyperspace <laughs> toll. Okay. How are you going to make someone collect on that? You get you get an e-pass and you put it on top of the transparasteel uh, <laughs> view screen. Just have a lot of like overhead passes and a lot yeah. of like, patrol ships oh, charging God. tolls to people i i also really loved the way they used hondo and i'm really interested to see if they get like what information he has i cried from <laughs> laughing so hard when He's he was so speaking good. to the ugnaught yes. and i'm just like this shouldn't be funny but it is He's like, what? <laughs> no i they they use him so well they use him really good in every episode they've had of him i also like the implication that Commander Titus could also understand Ugnaughts, and I hope Titus reappears like the cabbage guy in Avatar. But he's, every episode he's just been demoted further and further and further. <laughs> I feel so bad for him, though. I actually like him a lot. I feel go- bad going back to Ezra again, but oh, that was another moment where I was like, Ezra, yeah, Ezra, powering off the station. It's yeah. like, um, what are you doing? I was fully expecting to see him just like kill that guy, and I'm like, oh yeah. dear. But I'm all I'm completely on board with seeing Bull Dark Side Ezra. 
I think that would be really interesting to see in a nice contrast to Luke, to Luke Skywalker's journey. Yeah, definitely. Well, the interesting thing is, you know, they've said that they don't want his story to be the same as Anakin's story. So the way he falls is going to end up being different. I think it is already different because mm-hmm. he has a different kind of emotional turmoil and a different type of desire to protect his friends as opposed to Anakin's more selfishness. But I'm interested to see where they go with Dark Side Ezra and if he's more of a rationalizing evil for the greater good kind of guy like he's still working with the rebels but he's just yeah. like a dark side rebel it seems very much of some kind of like how jason was um but done jokes. done better yeah. <laughs> um yeah i i'm i'm not a huge fan of ezra but i like him when he's being dark yeah more than i i just find him more interesting that way than Oh, I'm gonna be great and you know save everyone. But yeah, I'm just on board with Sabine being 200 percent done with everything. Oh God, yes. yes, she was great in this episode, and I'm really looking forward to the episodes with her and um the Mandalorians. Oh my God, yes. Uh, technical thing. I liked how uh, the final. I don't know if this had ever been officially written out anywhere, but how the Y-Wings from the Republic era turned into the Y-Wings that the Rebellion has, that they were just being dismantled and having all the hull plating yeah. pulled off. Yeah, it's a good callback, because I'm, I'm just reading the making of a New Hope book, and they were, when they were talking about making the Y-Wings, they specifically designed them to look like cast-off fighters that had most of their structure taken off. So if you know the fact that they finally did this and sort of tied into the original idea of a New Hope is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So, question. So, at the end, Thrawn says that is not the Rebel fleet and lets them go. Um, but then, you know, Hera says we're not taking the Y-Wings. They're going to General Dodonna's fleet. So, what I'm wondering is, A, how many fleets are there? And, B, which one is Thrawn referring to? Or is he just referring to the collective? The collective. Yeah. yeah. I think it's got to be the collective. Because I think he knows, I don't know if the line is actually in there, but I feel like there was at least the implication that he knows there's a ton of cells out there mm-hmm. and he wants and he's not dealing with the big fish right now yeah and he wants to try and draw them together and get what we see at endor i'm wondering if something along that is what happens leading to them abandoning dantooine mm. Ooh. Ooh. because they they have a base there that is has been abandoned for some time um and wondering, well, was maybe that was why it was abandoned? Right. Is because they... they're not even at Dantooine. In, in, in Rogue One, they're apparently already at Yavin Four, so Dantooine yeah. must have been before. So Rebels is the perfect time for that. Yeah, and where you know, are we in the timeline again right now? I think he said three, three years. years. Three years prior three, to New Hope. Two. Okay. okay. Yeah. So hmm. we're. I mean, we're getting close, and if they're organize, starting to organize, having them go there would be the perfect place, and then Thrawn comes in and. You know, fig- finds out where they are and just obliterates them. And, so or point this out. I will die if we get Garmbelli Bliss. Oh God, yes. I I feel like I feel like Saw Guerrera is going to play that role in the new canon. Mm. Um, but I I'm hoping that maybe you know since Thrawn is there, there might be a chance possibility of. And we don't need him Garm- to play the role that he. No, did he can in just the trilogy. Be there. Yeah, we we just need him to have like. The Corellian, yeah, just mention yeah. like I mean how they mentioned General Jadonna's fleet, just mentioned Bell, you know, Governor yeah. Be- or G- General Bell Iblis's fleet, yeah. yeah. Then I would really flip. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I w- I hope 
um, that we find out more about the seventh fleet that Thrawn is commanding and that one of the Star Destroyers is called the Chimera. <laughs> I am also, oh, speaking of things we're looking forward to, in the trailers we saw those interceptors with the yes, red stripes the red on them. Yes. If they have Baron Fell in this that, show, I mean, I'll die. They will collectively die. That has to be the 181st, right? Yeah. Right? It's got to be intentional. It cannot be an accident. Yeah. And or you know, Dave already <laughs> Dave already introduced the Baron moniker in the right. first did, Baron yeah. Balan Rudor. Oh, I call Baron. Baron, Fail. and we all collectively inhaled, <laughs> and then something else, and God damn it, roll, well, Dave. But it, but it make it made sense because Fel would be on Corellia. You know, Fel wouldn't be on Lafal. You know, or he'd be on Coruscant. Well, and Fel and Thrawn are already associated in Legends. So, yes. yeah, you know, it's perfect time mm. to introduce him. Ah, oh, so much, so many things to get our hopes up about and be dashed. Tycho, just give and us maybe Tycho. maybe he meets Wedge and marries his sister. Ah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, God, the the Wedge episodes, I cannot, I cannot wait. We're going to die. Yeah, I mean, it's the whole, like, the whole theme for the season is, like, the getting in the military and organizing the rebellion and with Thrawn, and I'm like, they're going to get to see Wedge and hopefully more pilots. And, and Henry Gurroy said at DragonCon mm-hmm. are going to see more ships and pilots and oh. stuff. And that makes me really happy. It seems it's like so much like A New Hope. It's like, oh man, it's so exciting. I love the show. I really do. <laughs> if you told me like back before the show started, before we started getting these little teasers at Star Wars weekends, mm-hmm. that I was going to love the show as much as I did. I've been yeah. like, <laughs> well, I think. And I think one of the reasons that I like it so much is compared to th- Clone Wars. I wasn't the biggest fan of Clone Wars. It's because I I like that it's a serialized show and there's consequences for everything. And, you know, Clone Wars got that way towards the end. But in the beginning, it was very like Disparate jumping back story and lines. And you would have an arc and then you'd have another arc and they really didn't have much to do with each other. And yeah. I really like that. And I, I love that Rebels seems to be going into the the big bad theme like they had on Buffy, mm-hmm. where the season one was the Inquisitor, season two was Vader mm-hmm. and the other Inquisitors. Season seven sister. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just hoping that Thrawn isn't taken out at the end of this season. I hope I hope he stays al- around until or the show ends. Or if he gets taken out and sent to the Outer Rim. Yeah. That uh, I'd be cool with. He could fail here and then be exiled to the outer rim. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Or well, he's me the unknown regions. Yeah, yeah. the unknown regions. I will. I mean, I just don't want him. I just don't want season three to be the only time like we have him and go yeah. on to a new villain in season four because yeah. he's the perfect antagonist because they can do whatever they want with him. They don't have to worry about Vader or yeah, you know. But I mean, if unknown regions or outer rim is a pretty good yeah. and easy way to get him out of the picture without having temporary. to kill him yeah. yeah and then you can bring him back yeah. later on Ooh. i'm sure tim right. would hate to write another book like that <laughs> i know <laughs> hey, i mean i'm sure there's some other authors right now who would jump at the chance to use him in a post jedi book mm-hmm. yeah the, i mean the only issue is they seem to be doing the post jedi era as being very peaceful so it would have to yeah. be like a one-off type of thing that yeah they took know. twenty what twenty years of timeline and put it into one year. Yeah. Or they yeah, can, you know, much. bring him back in episode eight. <laughs> don't, Decrepit don't. ancient Thrawn, dear God. Don't. Fighting don't. against the first order because they're the worst. Yes, he would be the Empire of the Hand all over again. Oh my god. He comes and joins the resistance. Saving what? the galaxy no. from dangerous, <laughs> no. dangerous enemies from beyond. 
Go away, I, mean, I, I, I like the theory that uh, there is an actual Imperial remnant out there. Yeah, well, in episode that's, eight. someone was mentioning that at Dragon Con that came up a few times of, you know, the Imperial remnant coming out of wherever and helping the resistance fight the first order i know jay it would you would be like crying in the theater i told you all finally have someone to root for again (laughs) i hope it doesn't happen so i can gloat (laughs) either way the first order is gonna be defeated well yeah that's how the story (laughs) works yeah (sighs) that was a sidebar (laughs) i mean that's what happens when you get us all in a room right that is what happens um, anything else? Other things we liked from the episode. Where's my note? Besides Thrawn. Oh, oh, Governor, Governor Price. Price. Oh my <laughs> yes. god. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, she she has the perfect head bitch in charge vibe, and I yes. love it. I love her demeanor. Just yeah. when, again, when Constance says, "I don't understand," she says, "I know you don't." Yeah, it's great. Yeah, girl. I know. I've been waiting to see her since season one. And, you know, if you've read the Servants of the Empire series, which you should have because they're amazing, you know, she shows up in a, I think she's just one scene she's in, but they mention her a bunch. And I'm just, I kept waiting and waiting for her to show up on Rebels. And finally, she's here and it's like, yay, and a lady. I also really like how Tarkin respects her. Like she says, mm-hmm. I want the Seven Fleet. And he's like, oh, why? And she explains it. He's like, okay, sure. Yeah. They're pretty close in rank, aren't they? Well, it's it's hard because that's what I asked in Rebels Recon because like I know that she has the same rank badge as Tarkin. She's but a governor, she's not a, but she's not a Grand Moff. They call governor. her Governor Price. Well, they call Tarkin Governor, governor Tarkin. Tarkin. Yeah. So exactly she like might she, be a Moff. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing because it, it's clear that she's asking Tarkin for permission, mm-hmm. but Tarkin's willing to go with her. So is I'm, he I'm is he Grand Moff at this time? Yeah, yes. Because okay. yeah. he got made Grand Moff and Tarkin, right? Yeah, and yeah. they mentioned also in the first season that he's Grand Moff. I like that. A Thrawn has just been made a Grand Admiral. Yes, because um, you know, it. I, I wonder if the the book Thrawn is going to end with him becoming Grand Admiral, Ooh. I, or Ooh. if we're going to see how he earns that it. So Ooh. good, whatever the event like is that. with the casualties. You know, it Ooh. seems like the perfect thing for Zahn to. You know. Oh man, is it April I, yet? Is it April oh, yet? Is it April I yet? I mean, they said you know it's going to show how Thrawn rises up through the ranks so it's gonna be so surreal reading that book i swear i know like, the right? Zon, <laughs> book, 2017 but i love i like i really liked seeing him in this time period because we haven't really seen him in this time period before there's been like a book or two with him during the original trilogy era um he was you know he's in choices of one but but even then he we was saw him in Exile, right? So like this yeah. first time to see like the full resources yeah. of the Empire. We saw command. him in Outbound um, Flight. That was prior to when he went to the Empire, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He wasn't in the. Yeah, he was still in the Chiss Expeditionary Fleet there. Right. So we haven't ever really seen him fighting the Rebellion. We've just only seen him fighting the New Republic, or this will be before. fun. Yeah. I know because he the except for Tie Fighter, I guess. Well, yeah. <laughs> Best game. No. In which he was chasing down rogue Imperial admirals. Well, he fought some rebels at one point. He too. did, and pirates. But yeah, like people have asked, why did they have to use Thrawn? Why not just use a new character? And I'm like, why? Why not? Why not? Like, well, Dave has always said that if something from Legends makes sense, and they can just pick it up and drop it into Rebels or New Canon, they'll do it. I mean, that's what they've said. That's what Delray has said too. Whenever they ask them about been... a character showing up or an event, and they said, well, you know, if it works. 
Yeah, why reinvent the wheel? I mean, it's been the Lucasfilm line. I mean, mm-hmm. General Kraken made it back in. Yep. Yeah. Which still surprises me. The first time I read that, I had to go back and check and make sure he hadn't been like named or mentioned mm-hmm. in any of the old games. I mean, and then when yep. you read through Tarkin, I mean, I called it Shadow Cannon at the time, but half of what gets mentioned in Tarkin was just stuff mm-hmm. that Lucino wrote in uh, Dark Lord, Rise of Darth Vader. Yeah. Or Labyrinth of Evil. Or even Plagueis references, too. Yeah. Like- yeah. And I'm wondering how many things we're going to see in Thrawn. You know, because yeah. if they, I mean, they kept that he's Chiss. So I'm assuming Zahn will just keep all of the backstories to the Chiss species because, I mean, they might have to change some things because they are they are in uh, the Old Republic game. Yeah. But, you know, I, there's the no The Old Republic reason. game isn't canon. Oh, right. That's true. So there's no reason he can't just keep everything as yeah. it was and, you know, change Thrawn's backstory My... to fit. My best guess is that he's going to put in as much as he can oh, yeah. and let Del Rey and the story group be the ones to be like, no, you got to take this part out. You got to take this part out. Yeah. Yeah. I think what will change are maybe like the factual events of his story, because obviously you want to make an interesting, fresh story. But then like the background stuff he invented for the chess, there's no reason to reinvent that if he doesn't have to. No, no. Yeah, there's no reason to. And you, and you don't even really need to mention it. No. You know, yeah. I'm wondering if we're going to hear the uh, Mithrata Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> At some point in time, like if they if they end up saying that name in Rebels, I'll be like, <gasps> "This is Mr. Mickelson. This is your audition. Can you pronounce this name? You yes pronounce no? Mithronaroto. I don't know how it, how it would even sound with that accent. Mithronaroto. <laughs> I'm glad he doesn't have a straight like British Coruscant accent. It's different. It sounds like so I hate using this word, but like exotic. Like you know, yeah. like you wouldn't. It's not core world. It's not. Is that his natural accent? I've never actually heard him. I don't know. Mickelson, I haven't heard him either. Yeah, yeah I haven't either. Because I like it. Because I, I think it makes more sense to have him not sound purely. He doesn't sound human. Yeah. You know, or, you know, Coruscanti yeah. or core world or whatever. Whatever Tarkin is. Ariadu. That's a rim world. He's a dirty rimmer. Don't forget well, that. <laughs> Whoa, freezing. <laughs> well, wow. He, he adopted the accent. So... Social climber. Yeah. K. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> Jay did. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm... God. Going back to Governor Price, I'm really glad we're seeing her also because we need more Lady Imperials and she fits the bill. Yes. And I would like to see Ray Sloan on the show. I would like to see Brendel Hux, who is in fact the worst. Ugh. He's the worst. The worst. The actual I, worst. Are you sure he's the worst or is Ezra the worst? No. No, Borsk Brendel Fale- Hux is Borsk the worst. Borsk Borsk is the worst. <laughs> yeah, Brendel Hux is pretty awful. Borsk Felia is one person from canon they do not, or from Legends they do not have to bring into canon. <laughs> I don't think anyone's asking for it. Nope. No. Nope. Is. <laughs> <laughs> my my Bothans gave you the Death Star. That's Shut nice. up. No one cares. I mean, they could name drop him dying to get the Death Star plan. Just, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the Bothans lost was this guy named Boris. Oh. Everyone cry. Tears yeah. of joy. Yes. Yeah. Sidebar, shout out to whoever on TFN registered the name Manuel Bothans. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. I that saw joke that. was also done in Tag and Bank. That's really. Yeah. I didn't get it when you tweeted it. I'm like, <laughs> manual, okay, whatever. Oh, okay, now it makes sense. It's I'm funny. Good. It's funny. Um, but yeah, what else in the episode? 
Um, or what do we want to? What do we? I mean, we kind of talked about what we hope to see going forward, but you know, obviously, I can't wait to see Wedge. And most, you know, I'm excited for everything Sabine, but especially seeing Thrawn like latch on to her art yes. and really just analyze it because that scene in the trailer where you see all of the like mm-hmm. he's surrounded by those holograms of the artwork that was just like yeah yes. and they even said I think it was an io9 article where Dave said you know they mentioned specifically him analyzing Sabine's art yeah. and I'm like yes yeah because <laughs> that would be a total missed opportunity oh and wasn't there something else like I can't remember if it was an io9 but there was an article where uh, Filoni said they're really starting to focus on on yeah, that, that line about that extinguishing line. the Jedi's fire from the yeah. galaxy, and yes. I'm like, ooh, yes. And it's because of that line. I think Kanan doesn't make it through, make it past this yeah. season. Oh my baby, because they well, and specifically because he introduced himself as Kanan Jarrett's Jedi, Jedi Knight. Knight. Yeah, oh, so yeah. it's really you know they're gonna have to bend over backwards trying to say well. He's not a Jedi. No, he introduced himself as a Jedi. So I mean, after that episode on Lothal where they went back into the Jedi Temple, yeah. I mean, he got knighted. That was pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, if, if the only the only person they could really do bend backbending about is Ahsoka because she's not a Jedi. But yeah. given where she is, I mean, <laughs> I could. I, I mean, given where she is, I could. I could actually see them. I could see her slipping through the cracks. Yeah, but Kanan Kanan's so dead. Aww, Super dead. Kanan baby. Yeah, I Sorry. really don't think he makes it out of this season. Mm. So help me God, if we if he gets killed off before we get Space Mary confirmation, I will rage <laughs> so many things and flip tables. It's not fair. It's not fair. Oh yeah. and that is how she fell to the dark side. I don't deserve <laughs> this. No. I'm an okay person. God. Um, what else? Um, well, yeah, Wedge, I said already. If we see more of the Barons, yes, it'd be great. I just need more episodes about Hera. Yes. yes. Oh my goodness! Even through season two, she There's... like was always sidelined every so often, and just like we need, you know, she had the Bewing episode, and that was mm-hmm. basically it. We need. Uh, she had more. the one with her father. Yes. Yeah. That was a pretty big one, and he's <laughs> coming back. So God. we, I mean, I think. I are, I am expecting Thrawn to totally obliterate the Ryloth yeah. resistance movement, and no. he's gonna kill her dad probably. <sighs> Hera Syndulla deserves better than the galaxy gives her. Well, yeah, obviously, so much better. I'm really interested in the episode where Hera is encountering Thrawn. Oh god! And I won't I won't say specifics in case people haven't watched the clip. But, I haven't. Um. Yeah, I'm really interested in how that plays out and what exactly Thrawn does. Because I can see him using her as, like, bait, maybe. You know, well, he wants to figure out about... We've we, we mm-hmm. heard him say that he wants to figure out about the larger rebellion. Hera is one of the... I'm assuming the only two people in the Phoenix group who know about the larger rebellion are Sato and Hera. So he, yeah. he's a mm-hmm. dangerous person to have in Thrawn's clutches. Yeah, because, like, do they... I mean, they knew that they were that they were joining another rebel cell, yeah. but I mean, do they do they know 
that there is a larger rebellion going on, or they just don't know specifics because they... Well, doesn't she say in the episode at some point to Sabine that there's a larger war, a larger rebellion or something like that? I don't remember. Also, Kanan's smart enough to figure it out yeah. by now. I mean, he's been with her for Well, and she says years. General Dagana's fleet in front of everybody, yeah. so it, they didn't know. Now the cat's out of the bag. The loft cat's out of the bag. But I think <laughs> I think Hera and Sato are the only two in the group that yeah. have a full knowledge yeah. of how widespread the cells are. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really been impressed by Sato yet. And I, I would like for him to impress me. Some sort of space battle yeah. maneuvers. Oh, I know what I'm excited for. The return of Bo-Katan. Yes. Because that, I don't know if you guys talked about it, but that got confirmed by Katie Sackhoff mm-hmm. at, um, at Dragon Con. Yeah, I think yeah. we talked about that on the last episode. And we mentioned it, yeah. But yeah, three depth. episodes. Oh, oh, man. Three episodes. Yeah, apparently Ooh. she recorded three episodes. So I'm thinking that might be like the Darksaber stuff. Yeah. And I yes. will lose it. If, yeah. Oh, man. So excited for that. Yeah. And I'm wondering like how exactly, I'm, I'm assuming Maul has it or something i don't know what Maybe was the sabine kills maul i don't think maul has it sister he... yeah praise you <laughs> i think maul didn't make i haven't read son of dathmir in a while but i don't think that went well for him okay also where would he been been hiding it i don't know where does he hide a lot of things spider legs spider legs <laughs> his spider legs are gone though yeah right He's got normal legs. Ugh. Well, fake legs, but normal fake legs. I still hate that hero. <laughs> um, what about you guys? Yeah. I mean, I think we, we've covered what I was looking forward to most, which is definitely, you know, Thrawn and Sabine's art and Baron Fell, and I just the general role of the larger war and the military and just seeing the Galactic Civil War sort of start developing yeah. through this course of Rebels. I've wanted to see... The one picture from the Essential Guide to Warfare come to life. Oh, the one with the (laughs) X-Wing? Yeah, and I, you know, every time they do more military stuff, I feel like we're getting closer and closer to that actually happening. (laughs) Um, And, you know, if whether Iblis is in it or not, you know, just seeing, like, Mon Mothma and Bail Organa and Akbar and other people. What if they swap out Bail Iblis for Hera? I'd be okay with that. Although I think it would, I think, like I said, I think Saw is playing that role. And I, I, I'm, of course, the Rogue One tie-ins, I'm really interested to see what exactly those are. Because I don't think they've even said, like, what we should be expecting. But I'm imagining, I don't know if it'll happen before Rogue One or after Rogue One. But I'm imagining we're going to get some of the, some of the characters we see in that movie. I would not be surprised if Saw shows yeah. up. Yeah. That's well, a likely announcement. Well, it's also because, like, the by Rogue One, there is a Rebel alliance, but yeah. in Rebels, there isn't. So we might, and I think one of the goals of the show is to actually show the formation of the uh, Rebel alliance. Yes. So I think we'll get I that want, meeting. Please, dear God. Like, and it's going to be so much better than the Force Unleashed. Please make the Corellian Treaty canon. Controversy, but it's true. <laughs> please make the Corellian Treaty canon. Uh, yes. Mostly, I'm just excited for this season as a whole because... Every indication from Dave and company is that this is all about the military might of the galaxy, which is kind of what I was hoping from the beginning of this show. Yeah, I mean, it, the show is called Rebels. So, I, I mean, I, I feel like looking back on it, it's 
the the way the show has gone has been really logical because you start out really small and you yeah. get like I mean I remember thinking like oh this is a good show and the second episode which was a stupid episode with C three PO and R two when people were like uh why are they bringing them in and then we see bail and it's like oh I'm gonna like this show <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think there's any other way they could have built it up than how they have been. Yeah, it would have been like, you can't just jump into where no. we are now. Yeah, and it, and it you know it hammers home. I mean, we all know it because we've re- you know read the EU and Legends and the the fact that it was just individual groups and that it blew yeah. up into a whole alliance. But yeah, yeah, I think most people wouldn't don't know that backstory, and I I like that Dave seems to be keeping itch intact for the most part like the larger story yeah no reason to get baby out with the bathwater. yeah yeah so yeah i can't pick anything out i mean other than wedge but <laughs> shocker shocker well but, and one of the episodes is called Hera's heroes and i'm hoping it's about her phoenix squadron and wedge is in it and we get to see aftermath that reference come to life yes uh, <laughs> yes yes please yeah yeah but no, I'm. Uh, this is. I'm more excited for this season than any other one. And what um, Wedge had said that he was uh, recruited to the rebellion by someone named Fulcrum. Mm-hmm. So I know people have done the whole like voice modulation thing on what we hear in the trailer, and thinking that they know who Fulcrum is, <laughs> the new Fulcrum, basically, and that would be very interesting. I want to ask, but I also don't want to ask. I won't ask. I won't ask. I'll wait. I'll be surprised. <laughs> See, my speculation, I didn't, and I haven't heard the voice analysis at all, mm-hmm. but my speculation was always that that was someone leaking to the Rebels about mm-hmm. the Academy rather than being Fulcrum, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it might be. I'd, I'm just, I. if it's the person that I've heard speculated, that would be really cool. But I also am really hoping it's also Hera. No. Also, I feel like they're now on to us. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, we there's no way yeah. we can get away with that one twice. Yeah. No. I mean, Dave even mentioned it, that yeah. you guys figured out the voice. So. <laughs> yeah, at this point, now he knows we're doing that. He's just going to put something there to screw with us. He probably is. <laughs> Watch well, it be different in the actual episode than it is in the oh, trailer. totally. Yeah. yeah. I just, I hope it's, I hope it's, um because Wedge says he gets, he gets recruited by Fulcrum so I can see them someone feeding him information and then Hera being like hey now did Wedge ever use a pronoun to describe Fulcrum no, no. a rebel that? agent known only as Fulcrum okay and everyone was assuming oh Ahsoka yeah but it can't really be kind of can't at this point mm. yeah because I was wondering like because we didn't know about him, like, defecting. Right, the mm-hmm. tie thing. Yeah, but now if he's defecting, then obviously he can't be yeah, can't recruited so, by Ahsoka. Yeah. Unless she's oh, somehow got she's off running a Malachor. <laughs> she's got great comm equipment, but... Uh... <laughs> unless he's just undercover or something. No, he's... What do you mean? He's like he's oh, undercover and... in the Academy. Oh, well, yeah, because the episode oh. is the Antilles Extraction. Right. Maybe oh. he goes into the academy and to get people to defect, and one of yeah. them is Tycho Stalchu. 
stop it. And there I, happens I, to be I, a my, blonde guy standing next to My heart mm-hmm. couldn't handle it. It's probably hobby, but mm. One yeah. of the things I would really love to see Rebels do, and I know that they can't because it's it's too close to the A New Hope time frame, is the mutiny on the Randaclovic. Oh, oh that's so good. But they can't because it happens like right before A New Hope. Because Biggs... If, I mean... It could. I mean, yeah, because I mean, season, those those scenes those scenes aren't canon, so they could have it be where you know it's a year out or something. Yeah. Because yeah. and then because then we would not only have Biggs, we would also have Hobby. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm hoping they they put in more and more Rebel pilots that we know, like Wedge, and then maybe Porkins and I, Jansen and I want Garvin, Dak. Garvin, Give me Dak. Garvin Garvin Drace. <laughs> He's he's mentioned in um, he's mentioned in something I can't remember. But I know Nara's in a uh, Weapon of a Jedi. Mm. I'm so happy with that name drop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything? It was a good episode. Any other last <laughs> thoughts on the episode? Nope. Oh, give me the next one now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and sign off there. Uh, Bria, where can we find you online? Shockingly, a Tashi station. What? Also on Twitter at Chaos Bria. And Jay? I'm at 11.38 and also Admiral Jello on Twitter. Okay, we'll go ahead and sign off here. I don't have my usual notes, so I'll just wing it a little bit. Uh, this episode's <laughs> been brought to you by your support at Patreon and her universe. Click the links on the blog. Help us keep the lights running. Uh, official show account is Tashi underscore station. You can find Nancy on Twitter with Nancy Pants. That's Nancy with an I. I'm Lane Winry, L-A-N-E-W-I-N-R-E-E. On Facebook, we are the Tashi Station Network. We are available on the iTunes Store and Google Play, as well as all of our other podcasts. And if you liked Thrawn and Rebels, and you want to read the Thrawn trilogy along with us, tune in to the Thrawncast. Yes, we record every Monday. Yep. Uh, Yep, that's it for us this week. Uh, Sit tight, we'll be back before too long. So long, everyone. Bye. podcast has been brought to you by Majestic Draft Productions and is the official podcast of TashiStation.net. All Star Wars names, music, and logos are property of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Tashi Station Radio is not endorsed by Lucasfilm or any division of the company. Now go pick up some power converters. Oh, 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 o